0: welcome to talking sense i'm teresa arago if there's one thing i know it's that the journey to financial independence can be confusing but it doesn't have to be so get ready because i'm breaking down what you don't know about money to help you find the next steps on your journey today on talking sense the past couple of years in arkansas have seen some significant weather events that are having some significant impacts on the property and casualty insurance space I have a special guest here, Ryan Evans with Wayfinder Insurance. Ryan is an independent owner in Conway of a brokerage and he helps families secure property and casualty coverage. And what I like to say is if you can buy it, you can insure it would kind of be the best way to describe it, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, We've been talking recently about some trends that you've seen in the insurance space. And I really felt alarmed after some of our conversations and felt like people need to know what's going on. But before we get into that, I wanted to clarify what an independent broker is So that people can understand what that means when they're coming to see someone like you.
1: Yeah. So as an independent insurance agent, um, we have multiple options when it comes to companies and and different carriers. But what that means, not just in the price arena, it allows us to tailor coverages for everybody's specific needs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Again, you know, we're in a very price driven industry as far as the marketing landscape but for us it's really important to sit down and talk to people about the differences in their home and the differences in their autos and the people in those mm-hmm. because just like every house isn't created equally your insurance policy shouldn't be either
0: that's good to know and and some may be going well why do i have him here i can create a phenomenal plan for my clients that covers you know their investments their future but insurance coverage that's out of balance can literally derail everything. And we always say a plan isn't complete unless it prepares you for the what ifs. So one of the big things that you and I have discussed recently is that the Department of Insurance has made some pretty wide reaching changes recently. Can we talk through some of those?
1: Yeah. So the Department of Insurance essentially is there to help, um, you know, govern insurance companies Mm -hmm. along with, you know, protect the clients in general. So a lot of things that we are seeing in the insurance landscape could potentially be seen as a negative for the consumer. And we'll dive into those in a minute. But a lot of it is is also the Department of Insurance kind of trying to react to a lot of things that are going on in Mm -hmm. the insurance space that is in the long run going to protect insurance companies along with protecting the insureds as well.
0: Okay, got it. So let's talk about some of those specifics. One of the things you and I talked about deals with homeowners policies typically, and that's the difference between having a coverage that provides replacement cost or a coverage that provides what's called actual cash value. Can you explain the difference between those two?
1: Yes, and probably, you know, that whenever I think about examples, I think most people have either gone through a a car accident at some point in time Mm -hmm. on their car, you know, and dealt with car insurance, Um, Whether you've been, you've dealt with it firsthand, or you've known somebody that's gone through it, traditionally in an insurance policy, when you're auto insurance, if you wreck a 2019 Toyota Corolla, you know, if it costs $20,000 to buy that car, over three to four years, it depreciates in value. So Mm -hmm. we would end up covering you for what your car is worth at the time. And we wouldn't traditionally just replace it as a brand new vehicle. So that's kind of the way that we're looking at moving as an industry in Mm -hmm. some of the homeowner space, which is kind of challenging because traditionally if you had a hailstorm come through and it destroyed your roof, we would insurance companies, minus your deductible would pay to cover to replace your roof. Unfortunately because of how big of a cost this has been Mm -hmm. and with how much our weather has shifted in the past few years, it's becoming a big detriment to the insurance companies which ultimately is costing you know the insureds too because insurance is a law of large numbers mm-hmm. so one of the things that we are seeing is insurance companies looking at the ability to adjust to pay for wind hail events Mm -hmm. as on an actual cash value basis instead of just replacing roofs and soffits and these kind of things
0: so like in my situation i had a house that i was getting ready to sell and the roof was like 14 years old Mm -hmm. so it needed to be replaced i paid a thousand dollar deductible and that's all i had to pay what you're saying now is the insurance company like with a vehicle would say well the roof is actually only worth x number of dollars that's what you get the rest you pay out of pocket
1: yeah, so again, traditionally it's always been, and this is this is something that insurance companies are looking at and trying mm-hmm. to find ways to adapt. Nothing is really set in stone yet, but with, um, as of November 2nd, so early November, we saw an adjustment to where the Department of Insurance is going to allow insurance companies, as long as they give proper notice to the clients, to make adjustments for wind hail deductibles and also potentially um, change a policy from replacement cost coverage to actual cash value coverage um, midterm. So traditionally mm-hmm. you would file for a change mm-hmm. and then the Department of Insurance would say, yes, we will allow you to change that on your insurance policy. And then when it comes to renewal date, that change would go into effect. So in essence, if a company were to file for that, it could take you know up to 24 months before mm-hmm. that actually impacts an insured but because of the change as far as, and I shouldn't say climate change in insurance, but it really has a lot to do with our weather and different events that we've been exposed to, it is gonna start dramatically infecting the insureds themselves.
0: And I think it, it draws two really important points in my opinion. One of those is the importance of having a fully funded emergency fund. If you end up with this type of coverage, you'd be in better shape. The other is the benefit of shopping your insurance carefully. I think a lot of people have gone to online platforms to try to save the almighty dollar, but it sounds like there's more risk now of you ending up with a policy you don't understand that doesn't serve you as well as it would if you had someone educating
1: you. Absolutely. And I will say that there's not just a, there's not just a one size fit all platform anymore Mm -hmm. and much of anything. And again, whether you're looking at a 2,500 square foot rock house with a wood shake roof that is a totally different home than something with vinyl Mm -hmm. siding with architectural shingles. And so not only is that policy rated differently, but it Mm -hmm. does need to be looked at from the mechanics to the policy. Likewise, just what you said, not everybody's, um, I guess you'd say their risk threshold financially is not the same. And that's something that people um, are going to have to be prepared for. I Mm -hmm. do think that as we move forward, we're going to have to look at Again, a $1,000 deductible, the roofer says here's the same shingle that was on there and you move on with life. If you're looking at a situation now where you're going to be out of pocket 2500 to $3,000 to replace your roof, you also need to look at the scenario of do I want to go ahead and upgrade to a metal roof so I don't have this conversation for a long time? Mm-hmm. Do I want to upgrade to a hail resistant shingle? Do I want to upgrade you know, to a different kind of shingle or a different alternative mm-hmm. to help mitigate these problems in the future.
0: The other thing we've talked about before is the importance of having a home inspection. You had a client recently who bought a house and then realized the roof needed to be replaced and there was this whole insurance nightmare, client ended up paying out of pocket because of the event had happened to the previous owner who is nowhere to be found.
1: Right. And so taking right. the
0: time to really think through long-term upfront can save mm-hmm. you a whole lot later on, I would imagine.
1: Yes, absolutely. Yeah, in that scenario, it was it was kind of a wild deal because you got two different realtors involved and you got bankers involved, um, and of course insurance. We always end up being the good guy in that scenario, <laughs> and you know, and I, and I will say that the particular insurance company that I was representing at that time, they were really trying hard to find a way to make it work mm-hmm. because we knew that they had um, the client had had a relationship status change and they had um, went to sell their house. Oddly enough, we were representing the other side too. We were representing the people that were buying the house. It mm-hmm. was one of our own clients. It was quite a, it was quite a circus. But what in the long run, what had happened is there had been a hailstorm come through. They didn't do, they didn't do a good home inspection. Mm-hmm. Whenever um, they had bought the house. And then a few months later, they went to sell the house and the new home inspector found that there was roof damage. Oof. We tried to file a claim. There was not an, a, a storm event that had happened in the window that they had owned the house and had also been our clients. And it was one of those that the the adjuster was like, hey, just give me a home inspection showing that the, the, home, the roof was great before they bought it and we can pay the claim. There was no home inspection to be found oh. and it was just... Um, It was there was a lot of pieces involved and ended up being a lot of heartache resulting from trying to save a few hundred bucks during Mm -hmm. the the buying process.
0: When you mentioned the Department of Insurance has made some changes and the reasoning behind that is because we're kind of at a point now where we have a thinning market of Mm -hmm. providers for insurance in Arkansas. Help us understand what's going on there
1: to be totally honest, it's kind of an unprecedented time. Um, I cannot think of, you know, I've been in the insurance business since 2007. Mm-hmm. I cannot think of a time that I remember an insurance company being in receivership. And we have seen that right here in the state of Arkansas.
0: And what that means is they've closed their doors. Yes. They weren't sold to another company, which is normally what happens. Someone right. buys somebody up. Right. This is the first time someone said, all right, we're done. Good luck, customers. That's
1: right. So not only are they in receivership, but now you have the Department of Insurance stepping in to handle that process. So mm-hmm. there, it, it was a, a mutual company local to Arkansas that is going through that. Um, it represented, I don't know the numbers exact, but I, I'm, I'm wanting to say, possibly an 80 to 100 million dollars in premium a year mm-hmm. going i know i've into got this. clients
0: who are affected by it
1: yes so i mean it, it is it, obviously it's a big impact but essentially what happens is when a company's reserves and um what they have committed gets out of balance the department of insurance steps in and says hey the 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 tank is too low so to speak mm-hmm. and now you have insureds that are now being affected by the uh, the guarantee fund through the department of insurance and it's really a sad deal. I mean, we, we we have a client particularly that we are taking on as a new customer mm-hmm. that um, as we go to, you know, set up their new insurance policy to fix where they're running short, I guess you would say, they had an active claim that they were trying to get settled. Oof. And they just recently got a letter, um, actually just as recent as early this month or early November, that basically just said, hey, we're out of money. The claim will have to be settled through the, the guarantee fund. I, Which
0: I'm sure is a super easy process.
1: Um, when you let me know how that is supposed to go, I'll, I'll I will go. <laughs> like, hey, it is go so call ne- someone
0: else. I can't take care of this. But by Correct. the way, I don't know how to tell you to call them. I'm mm-hmm. not going to help you through this. When the broker should be their advocate.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ugh, that's hard. And it is one. And again, you know, we're we're kind of in some uncharted waters where we've never dealt with any like anything like this before. Um, and I think that one of the big moves the Department of Insurance is trying to make is they're trying to get carriers to not evacuate the state, mm-hmm. whether it's the Department of Insurance's fault, whether it's the, the insurance company's fault. There are several, you know, we have at least two companies, even within our organization, that after the tornado hit and they were settling the claims in Little Rock on their mm-hmm. tornado, they put a moratorium out basically just saying we don't want to take on any new business in Arkansas right now. Oof. We want to. We want to let the dust settle. We want to get these claims paid. We don't want mm-hmm. anything new right now. Well, they just haven't came back. Mm-hmm. So um, we have all, we've gotten news that even more companies are looking at leaving the state. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some very large household names, you know, in companies that we consider as like captive carriers that only work for one company that they're not allowed to write insurance policies over a certain dollar amount. So if your house is a certain size and you've been with this company for 15 years, Sorry, we just can't write your new house. you got to go find new coverage.
0: And then it's a thinning market, less people that are willing to do coverage, mm-hmm. and you may find yourself a little stuck, I would imagine. Mm, you're
1: right, right. And, and you,
0: you use the bubble analogy. I want to make sure you share this because yeah. I felt like this was really helpful to, to people who are trying to figure out why this is happening.
1: Mm-hmm. The best way to kind of explain it is break it down in kind of two pieces, right? So there's large national insurance companies. And you know, just to name a few, you're progressives, travelers, Allstate, you mm-hmm. know. Those are large national companies that are, you know, all over the country and they're exposed to hurricanes and tornadoes and hail in different states all the way up to wildfires. They have to, you know, basically deal with risk everywhere. Mm -hmm. And in certain situations, some states might help cover the risk of other states, Mm -hmm. depending on how much they want to grow or don't grow. One thing that's different about some of these smaller mutual companies, like what we were talking about, is they kind of operate in their bubble, as I guess you would say it. So you'll have a company that operates in, you know, Texas, Arkansas, and Missouri, for example, and they know what weather is. We're not going to deal with wildfires in these states, mm-hmm. and in all reality, we wouldn't have much coastal exposure. Um, we just have to figure out hail and tornadoes, right? We don't mm-hmm. we don't have to worry about the other stuff. And traditionally, we've a lot of these mutual companies have been super successful in doing that. Well, our bubble's kind of been popped a little bit mm-hmm. because those companies are dealing with a lot more hail you drop a tornado into one large metropolitan area and then you're trying to rebound from last last Christmas we had a you know a statewide freeze event mm-hmm. that we were just not prepared for you yes. know and traditionally we've never dealt with anything like that mm-hmm. so you deal with you know a snowball effect of inflation you know it, it, vehicles cost significantly more you know just the cost of shingles are up as high as 16% that's mm-hmm. a big deal over a two year span When, oh, by the way, you're replacing more shingles than you've ever replaced. So it's been a it's kind of been a snowball effect. But when you've got a state that feels like that or you've got a company that feels like it's got something figured out, so to speak, and then you throw inflation and more weather on top of it. It's a lot for for some company like that to handle.
0: And before we go, I think the thing that really stood out the most from our conversation together was. The benefit of having the relationship with a specific broker that knows you, knows the nuance of your situation and has the knowledge to educate you and really advocate for you in finding the right coverage. You know, getting online and buying your coverage online is not going to work anymore, I don't think, in this environment. What are your thoughts?
1: as long as you have an insurance license I think you could probably go online <laughs> and buy it. um obviously I'm a pretty big fan of the independent agency model I've kind of staked my career on that mm-hmm. so um well, I as think, an independent
0: advisor yeah, right? I'd have to I say I, I agree we are <laughs> on
1: the same side yeah for sure so obviously I think that's a very good model I think it it it, it allows us to take a client's needs to marketplace mm-hmm. you know it allows us to take a client's needs into account above all else but as I think that what's going to become more and more important with the changes, one, to have an insurance advisor, and I I use the term, you know, somebody that is truly knowledgeable about what's going on in the industry, something that's truly going on, knowledgeable about what's going on all around, not just Mm -hmm. within your own ecosystem, but, and to be able to be prepared to adapt to that. And Mm -hmm. I think that um, customers are going to have to take on a little bit more responsibility too. The days of like, hey, well, I just trust my guy or my girl, like I've Mm -hmm. got my person and that's important. And I think that's more important than it's ever been. But I do think it's also very important to be very aware of what you have Mm -hmm. because your insurance agent doesn't know, doesn't always know what you have to insure. You know, if you've got rings in the household that we don't know about, fine art in the household that we don't know about um certain drivers that you're selecting not to tell us about. Mm-hmm. Um, These are areas where you are seeing insurance companies along with the Department of Insurance making adaptations to help protect insurance companies to ultimately help protect the insurer because in all reality if we have too many companies that decide hey we just don't want to do business in Arkansas anymore or we can't survive you're going to overload the marketplace with the companies that are left and they're just going to close up their doors and say no more new you know Mm -hmm. Enough is enough and it's gonna create not a good marketplace for the consumer.
0: Yeah, I think the key here is education is critical. So if you don't have a broker, now's the time to get with one and not just get with one but also educate yourself about what coverages you have, where you may have gaps and fill those gaps efficiently. Ryan with Wayfinder Insurance, thank you so much for being here today. I actually think we need to get together again and talk about automobile insurance because we had a lot to talk about there too. Yes. So we'll catch you on another episode soon. You guys have a great week. Thanks for listening to Talking Sense. And if you like what you hear, make sure and subscribe to the podcast to get all the newest episodes. The Wolf team is available to you 24-7 at info at getreadyforthefuture.com or by calling our offices at 866-653-PLAN. That's 866-653-7526. And while we like to have fun here, We're also financial advisors and that means disclosures. You should personally consult a financial advisor before making any investment and no strategy can assure success. Securities offered through LPL Financial member FINRA SIPC. Investment advice offered through Independent Advisor Alliance. Independent Advisor Alliance and Jimwell Financial Advisors are separate entities from LPL Financial.